You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And this is the Alice Buzz Podcast alongside Dan Petru. My name is Noel Fogelman. Subscribe to the Lighthouse Hockey Channel on iTunes or wherever podcasts are found. Some great shows. Some of them came out today. Uh, PT Isles, Islanders Anxiety. And don't forget to check out our uh, web show, Van Shouting, with uh, the very dreamy Michael Vartan. We talk hockey all sports uh, we have some fun on the show check it out it's great um dan it's 1993 real quick real quick you know where can they yeah. find that they can you know what that's an excellent question dan they can find it on youtube searching advanced shouting check out uh my personal facebook page and the advanced shouting uh web page on facebook um yeah it's, it's on there check it out the show's fun we've had a lot of great guests well, we had andrew gross obviously last week covers the honors uh a lot of a lot of fun guests. Greg Grunberg, we had a little mini yep. reunion. It was great. Molly Walker's been on the show, so check it out. Every Thursday night, we're alive, but you can catch it on demand anytime you want on YouTube and Facebook. But Dan, what were you doing back in 1993? I was being a Whaler fan. Yes, yeah, your your buddy's Neen, right? Who's your goalie? Frank oh, by then, no, Neen was gone by then. Um, uh, Sean Burke was our goalie that year. He was okay. uh, not good. Not good. Not good. All right. Oh, 93, 93, they, they almost beat the Canadians. They took the Canadians to double overtime of game seven, a game seven double overtime in the first round and almost beat, almost beat the Canadians. And now game six, they had, oh, I was at the game at game six at the mall where uh, Yvonne Corvaye, Corv, sorry, Yvonne Corvaye, not, no, okay. not the road runner, Yvonne Corvaye <laughs> had scored an overtime winner to force the game seven. Jeff Sanderson scored at the end of the third period to force double overtime uh, it, against the Canadians, uh, and then they eventually lost. But then that Canadian team went on to beat the Islanders and went on to win the Stanley Cup. 
Yeah, so, I mean, things could have been different. You know, if the Islanders faced uh, potentially the Whalers in the conference finals or whoever. I, f- I forgot who – was it Boston? That, uh, I think it was Boston in the second round. I think the Boston Canadians beat Boston, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, things could have been different. But, yeah, I was getting ready for my uh, high school prom. Wow. Uh, I was watching, obviously, uh, Charles Smith miss a bunch of laps against the uh, <laughs> – Right. You know, against the Bulls in game five. You know, and then obviously David Volokh's goal. I mean, 27 years. I mean, it's it's crazy that it's been that long. Obviously, all the Islander fans who are old enough to remember all the chaos. You know, Don Maloney, Mike Milbury, you know, the list goes on. I mean, I'm not going to put Garcino in there because he's a big part of why the Islanders are here right now. Uh, let's give him a lot of credit. And let's give, obviously, Will Amarillo. The, I mean, it's – Everything's coming up Islanders right now. Just look what happened in the last, like, six months. The arena yeah. is coming up, you know, beautiful. It's going to be ready. Even with the pandemic, this thing is, is going to look beautiful. Uh, Sorokin, which is great. Don't mm-hmm. really care about him right now because he's nope. not part of the plans. Uh, Pajot. Pajot. I mean, Angry. just look, I mean, the, the pause helped the Islanders more than any other team. They were yeah, they healthy. control their uh, seven-game losing streak. You know, or, you know, they had four, I think, in overtime, but they didn't win any games. Pajot, you know, was making his mark, but he didn't have any wins. Uh, they got Green to replace Pellick because Pellick was out. And all of a sudden, everyone's healthy. They have Green, they have Pellick. Pajot's great. Who cares about a first-round pick, really? Because Yeah, you know, no, at this point, right? Exactly. And here we go. I mean, I, I spoke to you before, the, you know, Saturday's game, and I was uh, very nervous, and I – I wasn't. That was the weird part about yeah, it. I, I was. I, I was very nervous. You know, just being an Islander fan, you always got to be nervous. I was so calm. Yeah, it was. It was weird. But I said to you, like, I would start Varlamov, even though yeah. you know Grice got to start. You, you're not going to doubt Trotz. I mean, Trotz knows what he's doing, uh, obviously. But the way they played, it wouldn't have mattered. Oh my God, they they, they could have put, and you know, I, I'm going to give Larry Brooks a little bit of credit, you know, because he gets you know killed all the time, and rightfully so. A great article today, and he said they could have put a 44-year-old Eric Fischo in net, and it would have made a difference. Right. That, that's true. I mean, that was vintage Devils hockey circa 2003. You know, Grice looked like Martin Bordeaux. He got an 18 But he, wasn't, he didn't even break a sweat. He, he made no, one he didn't big have to. Right, exactly. Right. He didn't have to. The Flyers, I don't know if it was, they just looked disinterested as a result of the Islanders dominating. They just looked like they wanted to get on the bus and get the hell out of there. You know, they started the game pretty well. Islanders were a little nervous. But once they got that Mayfield goal, which was great, the game shifted and it was over right there. It wasn't – but, you know, everybody's saying, oh, you know, devil's hockey, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't – it wasn't, you know, stuck in the neutral zone, clutching, grabbing. The Islanders dominated possession. Right. They, they dominated uh, zone attack time, and they dominated – uh, high quality scoring chances, so it wasn't like they were just playing passive in the neutral zone. They had no, they their weren't. foot on the, they had their foot on the pedal the whole game. And I think I wasn't concerned because after we talked after Game Five, and after we talked about Game Six, they were the better team for the most part in both those games. They certainly deserved the better fate in Game yeah. Six. And I was just I said to you, if they don't turn the puck over, they'll be fine. And they played as perfect of a game as you can play. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at this year. I mean, in zero and seven, Yonders. I mean. Besides a couple, like, you know, costly turnovers, a broken stick, this game could yeah. have been over probably in five. You yeah. know, obviously it should have been. But, you know what, uh, you know, give give the Flyers, you know, credit. They, you know, they, they fought back to you know, make, make it a, a seven-game series. You know. Carter Hart's the real deal. 
he is. He, he totally. It, it wasn't that close. Carter Hart kept it close. He, he really did, and you know, congrats to Oscar Lindbaum for making it back. Yeah. It's fantastic. You know, I'm so happy that he's healthy, and you know, good job of the Islanders too for acknowledging that. And you know, he's going to have. And a the real... Flyers are going to be good. They have a lot of good. Young they, they're going to be the good. Flyers. They're they're going to be good. I mean, um, yeah, they they still have a lot of good players, but you know, the Islanders move on. They go to Edmonton right now. And it's, um, it's going to be an interesting series. If you look on ESPN.com, which why would anyone do that for hockey? Uh, <laughs> I think they had like 12 out of the 16 uh, analysts select uh, Tampa to win the series. And perfect. Perfect. Fine. We're, we're winning at five then. Yeah, four too many. Four too many. Yep. Actually. I think Barry Melrose had the Islanders winning in six, I think, or seven. Uh, Arthur Stable from the Atlantic. Um, Athletic Atlantic. The wrong division. Uh, he... I picked the Islanders to win in seven as well. And he um, has been right so far, obviously. So let's um, see what happens there. Um, now let me ask you a question uh, about the goaltending situation. Obviously, Grice didn't break a sweat, got the shutout. Do you go back to Varlamov or do you stay with Grice? You stay with Grice here. Because then if something happens and you can just go right back to Varlamov, it's no big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, whatever Barry does, whatever. I think it's right, important. <laughs> yeah. if the, here's the thing. If they play the way they're, they play the game seven, if they play where they're going to keep whoever they're playing out of, that, out of the, the, the slot and out of the high danger scoring chances, it does not matter who's in goal. No, I, I totally agree. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see both goalies in the series. I, I, know, I, wouldn't either. I know there's no back-to-backs. It's every other day, which, which is totally fine. That's the way it should be. But I, I would not be surprised if you see the, either, either goalie. You know? and, and it's good because make every, every game a game time, every goalie a game time decision. Keep Tampa on their knee, on their you know toes. I don't think Tampa, but the thing is, still, let's let's be real here. Tampa, Tampa will be fa- Tampa, of course, will be as favored well in the series. As well yeah, as and it, exactly. And it, this is this is their time. This is yeah. Tampa's time to go win a cup. They are the better team on paper. They are, the Island, but the Islanders do match up well with them. I yeah. think they can handle their team speed. I think they can handle. I think they can handle the talent that, that Tampa has. I think they right. can play with them. I really do. Vasilevsky can be a difference maker either way. Right. He can't be. A, he wasn't great last year in the playoffs, obviously. Right. Um, but we also he, – but he probably is the best most the best goalie in the league, or at least most consistent right. goalie in the league. Um, I, I think you're really going to see here – I think that this, this series is going to be decided by the bottom six of both teams because both teams have very good third and fourth lines. They do. They do. Uh, and Tampa has an outstanding third line. Right. Uh, so, but but the addition of Pajot yeah. really makes them a four-line team. And look, uh, I forgot who said it the other day, but when they were when they the Islanders tied it up, uh, when they were, and it's like it's like you can throw out your fourth line down a goal with four minutes left in the game, and not only do you have a great shift, you end up scoring and tying the game. Yeah, it, it's absolutely. And it, look at even yesterday, because um, after every goal in like previous games you always see trots throughout the fourth line he didn't right. really say yesterday no he was trying different things uh which is it's, it's kind of funny to say in a in a game seven that you're trying out different things but right. that's how you know much of a advantage honors had in in that game and series um and in the, in the series in 2016 when you had victor hedman all over Tavares, and Tavares was basically covered i don't see that with matt barzell no, he 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 fights yeah. through it. He'll fight through it. He's you know super fast, and he's on a different level right now. He got the shit kicked out of him in that series. Not so much from the Flyers, but just from sticks and pucks. Yeah, and exactly. You know, for in in the pregame warm up, Everly stick in, in that game. And let's yeah. talk about you know Jordan. And I, I, you know what? He's playing well. 
I, I but guy's got to get he's got to pull one in. You know, and he's I, playing I, well away from the puck, well, which he's is doing fine. a good job distributing yeah. the puck. He's well, been great in his own yeah. end. That line has been dominant at time, or actually for most of the time. Right. But he and is he, getting so many great eight chances. He's right. got to cash in on a few of them. Right. And he had that golden opportunity yesterday. You know, they had that that planned play where he kind of ricochets off the goalie's pads, and he was right, right there. He just couldn't put a stick on it. But, you know, because they, they converted earlier in the series with Lee on that play. Uh, but even, like, you know, Trotz bringing in Michael Del Cole. Yeah. Which, you know, it, it could have been a questionable move anyway. He was fine. He was fine. He was totally fine. He was fine. You know? Yeah. And, you know, even scratching Brassard earlier in the playoffs. You know, yeah, he, all this piss him off, and he came exactly. back great. Exactly. It's, you know, big game brass. I mean, he, he just – he knows what buttons to push and it's imagine and it's, if they had to bring Boychuk back in he'd be coming in like a like a like he shot out of a cannon like kool-aid exactly. man through a wall right yeah. and the fact that you have him there you have him ready you even have you know thomas hickey you even have Noah Dobson. you have these yep. guys in the reserve that years past you would have to bring matt donovan in or griffin reinhardt you'd have to right. bring these guys in the owners don't have to worry about them now you yeah, know, they're, they're funny. Yeah. They still have Kunakal on the bench if you need Kunakal, Right, exactly. You got bro- Ross the boss. And, like, I don't think you'll see Ross because the Capitals were the dirtiest team in the world. Right. Maybe if they got by, I don't think you need them against Tampa. Maybe you put them in against Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. Yes. I don't I don't think Reeves is going to be running people starting fights. He's just going to play yeah. hockey. He'll right. hit people. He'll hit but people. I don't think he's, yeah, I don't think there's a need for that. But if the, he's there, if you need him. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's just great that the depth that, you know, first starting with, Garcino and now with Lou Lamarillo built up this team and they're just firing all cylinders right now. And I don't care what people say, whether they're boring or they're not the best team. They're one of the final four teams and that's all that matters. Those are the results. You are what you are and you're one of the final four teams. So scoring 3.36 goals a game. Exactly. Every game in the the series, they scored three goals or more. Yeah. Or more. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not boring. And, you know, you can go down a hole, you know, if they're down 2 nothing, 3 nothing. you know what, they can fight through it, and, and it's great. And I think we talked a little bit better on advanced shouting with uh, Andrew Gross about the fact that they were down a couple goals against Washington, against Philly, but they came back because there's no crowd, you know, and there's no, like, hostile crowd. You know, I know it works both ways in having a crowd in the Coliseum, but the owners can just fight through it. You know, it's the same. But they can get quiet at the Coliseum sometimes when they're oh, losing. Oh, they can, so, you know. They can, yeah. yeah. I said with Dominic. Hey, if any team can play at multiple arenas in one playoff without exactly. bothering them, it's this team. Exactly. This is this is you know second hat to them, but you know the Islanders got right. You know they did the morning um, you know press conference today on Zoom in the morning, and they got right back on the plane, went to Edmonton. Tampa's been sitting around for a while. I think it's going to be eight days since they actually. Yeah, Tampa didn't get to Edmonton until yesterday. Right, but I mean they haven't played in a while, so yeah. I mean, that. Could, could it be a little something? I know it affected the Islanders last year when they sat for like 10-plus days after sweeping Pittsburgh and then, you know, got swept by Carolina. So th- that, that could be a little bit of a issue. I'm looking for any, you know, sort of advantage here. But, um, yeah, I, I honestly – I think it's going to be a long series. I do too. I, I don't know who's going to win. This is yeah. going to – they have their work cut out for them. Regard, the rest of the way, because if they yeah. get by Tampa, whoever they would play in the final right. would be extremely difficult as well because yeah. it feels like Dallas is the same team as them. Like yeah. almost identically the same team right. with maybe a little with a little higher end skill that was dormant all year that remembered how to score. Yeah. Um, I we can, if you really break that team down, it's like you know you look at Sagan and Ben, and then you look at like Pavelski, like it's kind of like Lee. It's like they're really almost identical. Yeah, they're close. But you know when it comes down to it, they're they're like so they, at some point they just woke up and they're playing fantastic hockey, and then Vegas is one of the best two way 
the yeah. most defensively sound. How funny would it be or if the Islanders could get by Tampa? I'm not saying they will. Right. If they could get by Tampa and have to face Robin Lanner in the final. Yeah, or maybe uh, Flurry. Who knows? The way right, well, Flurry is starting today, which yeah. I understand because they have to play four games in six days. Right, which is which is totally fine because they. Hey, also, when you have two goals, it doesn't matter. It does not no, matter. Yeah, I mean, look at the Islanders. You know, early even you know a couple dynasty years. You know, having Chico Resch, having Billy Smith. You have these guys who started. You right. know, you have the luxury of it. It's not, you know, oh, my God, you have two number ones, so you don't even have a number one. No, this time of year, you're comfortable to put any of these guys out there. You know, I mean, look, Colorado would still be playing if they, if they had a, you know. Well, they lost their there. top two goalies, though. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. I feel so bad. They lost me. two goalies. They lost two defense, yeah. and they lost three forwards. Yeah. Th- that being said, they can go out and sign Jacob Marstrom next year because Thatcher Demko is going to be their starting goaltender next year. Or they can so yeah, he was fantastic. Oh, God, or he, they could sign Robin Lehner. They could. Yeah. I mean, who, who knows what's going to happen with him? Or right. Thomas Grice. Because <laughs> yeah, but we'll, we'll worry about you know Grice. Cross that bridge. Yeah, I'm not talking. Yeah. I'm not talking about anything. The only future I care right about is game one with, with you know or game two with Thomas Grice right now. But exactly. Even with him, I mean, just just look at. Um, his career with the Islanders. I mean, he's, we talked about it in earlier shows. He's definitely one of the top five goalies in franchise history and having that yesterday just cemented it. I mean, I know that's not really saying much. With the, he's probably know, number five. He could be, I mean, obviously Billy Smith, probably Chico Rush, number two, um, Rudy, Kelly Rudy. But then where, where, do you, where would you put Halak? Cause Halak had, a, when he first came out here, some amazing years. I know. We'll probably put Halak next. Good. Right. Then yeah. I'll probably go Grice, Di Pietro, and then Nabokov. Yeah, I mean Nabokov was pretty good too. And or or Osgood, oh, Osgood wasn't here that much. Yeah, I mean Osgood had you know that one amazing season, and then you know Milbury, Milbury himself. So uh, mm-hmm. which was a shame, but yeah, I mean just this meant so. I mean I know the owners haven't won anything yet. They, no they have a chance to go to the Stanley Cup final, but just hey, I've never seen a team I like go this far. I'm enjoying the ride. I really yeah, exactly. am. Whatever you happens, know, right? Look, and, I'm not going to make excuses or anything. If they lose, I'm going to be disappointed. But whatever happens now, they're they're playing with house money. Right, and I'm not worried about the future. Uh, you know, only the this you know the, the series right now. But this means so much to so many Islander fans who have not like younger fans who have not seen anything. You know, I mean, right. I I became an Islander fan in the drive for five year, so I was nine years old. You don't really appreciate that. When you're nine right. years old, you see, okay, great. You know, they made the Stanley Cup. They'll be back next year because they made it every year for the past four or five years. And mm-hmm. then you realize that's not the case. You'll be lucky right. to make the playoffs. And then there's so many just crummy years. But 2020, obviously, this has been a ridiculous year. It'll be only hey, if, 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 if the year's going to be this screwed up, why wouldn't the Islanders win the Cup? Exactly. I mean, this is, it's, it's terrible made for them to do it this year. I mean, just everything going on that the Islanders would win – potentially win the Stanley Cup in an empty arena. And, yeah. You know, I mean, it's... It's funny because one of my friends, who's a Ranger fan, always gives me crap. And he was always like, you know, when the Allers got to good starts like they did this year in October, November, he's like, oh, they don't crown the Stanley Cup in October. They don't crown the Stanley Cup. Hey, they might be crowning the Stanley Cup in October this year. It's true. Yeah, exactly. And, and would you want going into Brock, you know, going into Brocktober, you know, a Brock Nelson going into October... Yeah, that's really – and you mentioned Brock Nelson, who, you know, if there's any player – And Josh Bailey. Right, but well, I'll get to Bailey in a sec. But, but Brock is there any player who's, like, did a 180 under under Barry Trotz? More he looks like he Brock should be nominated for a Selkie. He – unbelievable. That, that play yesterday where he, you know, he stole the – I think it was, what, Couturier? 
Yeah, I think it was too. And then he set up the two on one. It's, yep. it's unbelievable. I mean, he's is fast. I mean, he's got the great wrist shot. I mean, you know, his hands with the puck is, you know, can still get a little better. But he's unbelievable now. I know everyone drove him out of this out of the island. You know, but, twenty, you know, twenty goals, but he's invisible when he doesn't do anything else. That's not the case anymore. No, he's been fantastic he's, in his own end. Legitimate threat. And I mean, what can you say about Josh Bailey? I mean, I know. I mean, he's going to end up playing the most games in Islander history. Right. In the Islanders Hall of Fame, and I'm sorry, yeah. Bailey doubters, if there are any, which I'm I'm sure there probably still are. If there, if you're still a Bailey doubter, go fuck yourself. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I mean, what else can this guy do? You know, what does he have? 17 points already. 16. 16. Okay. 16. 16. Yeah, I think 16. And I think he has 34 points out of in like 42 playoff games. That's yeah. really good. I mean, that's really good. Right. And then you can say, oh, he's doing this without John Tavares, which is even you know bigger. Because you can't say he was a passenger anymore, because now he's legitimately distributing the puck. He's getting timely goals, and, and know, he wanted to be here. And coming exactly. off a career year, he took a fair market value deal to stay here. Right in the middle of the season, he didn't wait till after. He said, "No, nope. let me squeeze a little more money out." He legitimately wanted to because he, he got five and a half. He could have got more than that in the open exactly. market, right? Yeah. Right. And, and just look. I mean, if, if John Tavares, I mean, wonder what he was doing last night. But had he taken that contract, the honors, you probably wouldn't have Brock Nelson anymore. Jordan Probably Edwards not. Either. You wouldn't have Pajot, Pajot either. You wouldn't have Pajot either. So it'd be a very different team right. with him here. And I'm not saying that him leaving is the cause, is the reason why they're doing well. It's all trots. It's, and Lamarillo. Right. Of course. It's, and it's the whole ownership. It's all everything is right. totally, you know, as a result of this. And it's, uh, it's fantastic to see. And uh, I, f- I forgot who posted the, uh, the video of uh, the Seinfeld episode where George gets fired. That's so funny. He quit and then he goes back to the party. It was Rick yeah. Properties. And, you know, the woman's like, you know, did you quit? And he's like, you took that seriously? You know, but I'm sure he was crying in his sheets last night, playing with his Nebu Starfighter. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. But, you know, according to a lot of people, they're still a better team than the Islanders. So. <laughs> I saw someone say they're a better team than the Avalanche right now, which is laughable. Yeah, exactly. First Let's like, not forget, too, that the Avalanche have two major prospects coming, too. Yeah. Uh, was it new as a uh, what's his name? Um, uh, there's a, there's they have a forward, and they also have a, a Byram who was like or, a third but, or fourth. Yeah, Bowen yeah. Byram, yeah, yeah, who's gonna be a stud. Him and McCarr are gonna be ridiculous. Oh Kale McCarr, I mean, how good is Kale McCarr? He's unbelievable. And you can, you know, Quinn used to, I mean, both these guys mm-hmm. every year, yeah, it's, a, the it's, a golden, it's a golden year, it's a golden era for defensemen right now. Yeah, you look at you know, look at, uh, look at Haskinen, look at Haskinen, yeah, yeah. Shane Theodore. Mm, I know. You know. I mean, look at Adam Pellick. <laughs> you know, and, and it's crazy because like I'm so glad now the world gets to see Adam Pellick. Adam Pellick is a first pairing defenseman. Yes, and we've been watching him since Bridgeport. You and I yes. interviewed him when he was in Bridgeport, and yes. everyone killed Garth Snow for giving this guy what was it a four year deal for like one point six million dollars. Now yeah. look at it now, he should be getting double that. And well, it's double that he should be getting. He's a six or probably, seven million dollar defenseman. Probably, and yeah, you know, and it's and it's fantastic to see him. You know, I like to see a little more offense from Pulak, but Pulak is shooting the puck. He's getting yeah, rebounds, which, which fine. is fine. But I mean, you can't really say. I mean, Andy Green is you know a godsend. And, and Pulak had one bad game, but with the yeah. with the with, with besides that, those right. two don't give up goals at even strength. No. They just don't. Right. Yeah, and you can say you know which one about you know uh, Nicoletti, who's had a very inconsistent postseason. He started off very well. He's, yes, been, he's, he's been okay. He makes me nervous yes, sometimes. I know. I, I, I just missed the Nicoletti of like four years ago. Him just 
zooming through the zones, you know. Yeah, that's the, those days are over. And it's a shame because he probably still has that speed. Right. I, I just, you know, not sure what happened to it. But watching the honor power play for like, you know, the last year, year and a half, just getting frustrated. Thank God we're not Philly's power play who didn't have yeah. a goal in the whole series. And it's just like anytime they gave up a penalty, it was like, all right, whatever. I'm glad they gave me a penalty because they're not going to score. And well, that's that's going to change because Tampa's power play is pretty good. Yeah, that, that is definitely going to change. Uh, Kucherov is healthy. He's going to go. Sam Coates was ruled out of the series. Um, but whatever. They're used to pl- playing with them. It doesn't matter. Exactly. So it's not like but – Besides Kucherov and Point, and so Braden Point's a superstar. Braden Point. So, so yeah, Sorelli, Palat, Kalorn, Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can go on and on. This team is so good. Patrick uh, Maroon scores big goals. Yeah, exactly. And it's an hour – I think it's an hour and every year for John Cooper. I do too. I don't think he'd get fired if they lost in the conference finals, but they, they have to get their cup because their window's going to close yeah. at some point. It, it, it definitely is. But um, it's, it's going to be interesting. The schedule came out. It's every other day starting on Monday, which is great. Uh, I think they have an afternoon game on uh, game four Sunday, but we'll be through here every day. Um, it'll be a fun time, Dan. Can't wait. This is great.